When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. According to science, which I actually have a uh, cut of, super cut of, I'll share with you. Leonardo DiCaprio is dating an ex's baby sister. This will be fun. <laughs> and gross. It's about those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin the Sour Z News with the most anticipated movies of 2024. Okay, so there are some good ones coming out. Any guesses on what number? Do you want number one first, or shall I do a countdown? Uh, countdown, countdown backwards. Countdown yes. backwards. All right. Number 10, A Quiet Place, day one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the scary ones. I like those. Gladiator 2. Who is in Gladiator 2? Hold on, I'll look it up. going to be dumb. <laughs> if we don't know, that means it's going to suck. All right, it's number... It's not Russell, oh, Russell Crowe. Crow. It says Russell Crowe. Oh, is he, he in He can't be. He died in the first Maybe one. Maybe he's coming back. Did he? I don't remember. It was so well, many years ago. Let me see. Hold Beth on. died on uh, Guiding Light. She came back to life. It's true. Multiple times. Well, I guess it's going to be flashbacks for him. Everybody oh. else, I don't know. Paul Mezcal. Denzel Washington. Connie okay. Nielsen, Derek Jacoby. That was an intense movie. Oh, yeah. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Oh, Pedro. Oh, Pedro. All right. Number eight, Lord of the Rings, The War of Rohirrim. Okay. It's an animated prequel. Uh, number seven, Inside Out 2. Oh, that's a cute movie. That's an adorable movie. Despicable Me 4. Okay. Fun. Venom 3. I have still not seen one or two. That's a a snake movie, so no thank you. No, it's not a snake movie. It's a superhero movie. (laughs) Isn't he a snake? Uh, He's more of a lizard-like thing, I believe. But Venom would make more sense, wouldn't it, if he were Mm -hmm. a snake? I don't know. I'm out. Number four, Dune Part 2. (laughs) Were you not a fan of Dune? I love Dune Part 1. Dude, well, this is got. Are you not familiar with not Dune? At all. Never heard of Dune. Not a clue. Dune. I've all heard right. of it. I've heard of it. I watched like. Oh, I think it's got I Timothy st- Chalamet. Yes, it, it does. Yeah. And Austin. But oh, and Jeff Florence. They're in a Pugh. desert. Yes, it, it's it's pretty it's, big. It it's did like well. Futuristic, isn't yeah. it? Kind oh. of. Yeah. Then I won't like. I think it. I watched a little bit of it and might have fallen asleep. I don't know. Okay. All right, Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire at number three. Yep. Beetlejuice two. Right. Yeah. So many of these are sequels. And number one, Deadpool three. Oh, okay. Of course, Deadpool 3. It's not even on the list, the Beverly Hills no. movie. <laughs> That's the one you I'm know. most excited about. We're all waiting for you to give us the details. Well, yeah. this is from Fandango, so it's probably a list of movies you have to purchase tickets for. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because, wow. you know, Beverly Hills Cop is just going to be on Netflix, so. Oh. 
All right, well, with that, we'll take a break. we got a bunch of other stuff to get you caught up on. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, maybe I'm overdressed. It's a walk in the dog kind of day. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Yeah. I think we might okay. go to the uh, Kings Island holiday thing tonight, Winterfest. Oh, fine. Be a nice day to get on a roller coaster. True. Nice night. Got a lot of people thinking the same yeah, thing. I know. Go early. Right now, 35 at Q102. All right. James Freeze, bling in a box. We're on the final box, kids. This is it. So we know it's worth $3,000 if you can just find it. So the jewelry box is hidden somewhere in the tri-state. Outside, you have access to it 24 hours a day. If you've never played this game before, now might be the time to jump in. Okay. Great weather. Final box. You know it's worth three grand. We're ready for clue number four. So I'll do a quick review of one through three and then give you the new one. The final box. Yes, it's time. Your last chance. One more rhyme. You better be sharp to take this on. In this game, don't be a pawn. It's not a building, but there's a wall. It's pretty wide and fairly tall. Drive by slow and you may spot it. Grab the box and yell, you got it. A place to go when you're young and free. This is a spot where you might go pee. Walk around. Check out the sights. You should be okay if you're afraid of heights. All right, here we go. Don't look high, keep your eyes low. It's not a concert or a kind of show, but someone stands at the front of the room. Many are enthralled, a few sensing doom. Don't look high, keep your eyes low. It's not a concert or a kind of show, but someone stands at the front of the room. Many are enthralled, a few sensing doom. Go find the box. Another clue. Here at 840 and on James Free's Facebook page at 835. Now, more Jeff and Jen. This sounds so much like something Leonardo DiCaprio would do that it just, it's it's got to be made up. It's like, oh, come on, really? If that makes any sense. So, some background on this story, if you don't know the history. Some 30 years ago, we're going back here to 1993, Leon, Leonardo DiCaprio dated Kate Moss. Like, they were a thing, right? They were an item. 30 years ago. Celebrity couple. And they were both 19 at the time. Okay. Now, the British tabloids, which are not always that reliable, so take this with a grain of salt. I'm just telling you it's out there. It's what they're saying on that side of the pond. 
They're saying that he went on a secret date with Kate's younger sister, Lottie. And how old is Lottie? Lottie is 25. And uh, Kate and Leo are both 49 now. It does seem wow. a little old for what he usually dates. 25. 25, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's up there. I mean, she's out of college. She's past college age. Yeah. This I hope this is not true. They're half sisters. Um, but I'll just point out here, if you're doing the math, consider again I the background on this that Kate and Leo dated thirty years ago. Yeah. Lottie was five years from even being born. Oh my gosh. When Leo dated yeah, her sister. Her sister. Yeah. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and I wonder what Kate thinks of all of this. I want a comment know. from Kate. Right. I mean, is Leo showing up at uh, Christmas dinner? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> and Kate's there? No. Oh, that would be so weird. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Leo. I know. Leo. Leo, Leo, Leo. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. The worst song ever recorded. Proud Mary. Old time really? rock and roll. Really? Unchained Melody. You don't like any of those? Horrible songs. <laughs> I thought it was always, Horrible. we built this city on rock and roll. Uh, that that's like, not great either. Yeah, I feel like I remember talking about that a million years ago. Like, I think that made the some list. worst song of all time that did, was did. that or it something. Did. All right. But now three scientists have crafted what they believe is the worst song of all time, and they based it on a survey where people listed the elements of a song that they would hate the most. So their answers included cowboy lyrics, a chorus of... <laughs> A chorus of kids. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. Bagpipe howls. Oh. Bossa Nova synths. What's that mean? Bossa Nova, it's like a, a, like a rhythm. It's a rhythm, yeah. Okay. Advertising slogans also made the list. Mm. Oh. So the science guys took all of that and more and jammed it into a 22-minute track that is truly horrifying. It's called The Most un Unwanted Song. It includes an opera singer rapping text from philosopher Ludwig Wittgenstein's book, Tracticus Logico Philosophicus. <laughs> I'm so glad you have all these big words to say. Mm -hmm. uh, so far I'm in. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Here's the German beer. This is an edited, sort of a super cut. Yeah. That's the cowboy part? Yeah. Yeah. And are those bag? Those aren't bagpipes, are they? That's an opera singer rapping about cowboy living. That is pretty good. Yeah, there are your bagpipes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't mind this, and I've played worse on this radio station. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> Children's choir chanting about various holidays like Christmas, Easter, and Yom Kippur are, are involved. Look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, at least it's not a ballad. That's, That's true. true. Good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. <sighs> Okay, so we did our own research to find the greatest song of all time. Yeah. And it's a perfect tie between two songs. Are you familiar with The Politics of Dancing by Reflex? Yes. The yes. Okay, so it's a toss-up between that 
and Tim's and in, in my favorite song. So there's this. The tie between this. This is reflex. And here's the other one. It's great. I would argue this is the best of the two. Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Just one of his many great hits. (laughs) The only one. The only one. (laughs) I mean, I can understand why that was a hit, but why for so many years? I don't know, man. We heard a Bengals game, and they were playing it during like a timeout or something. It was great. People were like, yeah. Yeah, but I think that's like Money Mac too. Return off the mm-hmm. back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so what's that other dance? What's the dance song you played? The politics of dancing by Reflex. I don't know if I know that's that like an one. 80s song. It's eighties. Oh. Yeah, there's like an eighties kind of like an eighties club hit more than it was a radio hit. I feel like you mm-hmm. said that, and I felt, and I heard Cha Cha Slide in my mind for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> mm. So Mickey and Minnie Mouse officially entered the public domain in 2024. That's crazy. Yeah, but it's only the versions that appeared in the 1928 animated short Steamboat Willie. So I haven't ne- I haven't seen so we're that gonna, Mickey and Minnie, but... That's the first, right? Yeah, that the was very the very first. first. It came out in yeah. November 18th, I feel like, was the date because we share that birthday. Mm. So are we going to get a uh, Steamboat a Willie slaughter slaughter movie or something know. soon like they did with Winnie the Pooh? Probably. So you only get 100 years on those copyrights, huh? I guess. That's the wow. longest. You can't like renew that or go on a subscription plan or yeah, something? I don't know how that works exactly. Wow. Yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm is ending with season 12 on HBO. Larry David says he's going to be able to shed his character persona and become the person God intended him to be. Someone who is kind, considerate, and caring. Hmm. That's nice. Anybody still watching that? I don't. I, I I heard it was really funny though for a lot of years. So yeah, there's just so much stuff out there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, how different do you think it is from what it was like mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years ago? Or are they still kind of doing this the same, same shtick? Thing. I don't know. Uh, did you guys talk about this on the hot list? Uh, Luke Combs. The video he posted on Instagram, that whole story. We did not, Mm-mm. but I did read this story yesterday. Yeah, we don't. Good. We don't play any Luke Combs, or at least not a, at least not a ton of Luke Combs on Q102. But he posted a video on Instagram yesterday talking about just how sick to his stomach he was after finding out that he basically accidentally sued a fan for selling unlicensed merch. And I saw the headline of the story, and I said, how do you accidentally sue someone? Yeah. Well, evidently, his lawyers sued this fan for selling unlicensed merch unbeknownst to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, a judge ordered the woman to pay Luke $250,000, and the $5,000 in her Amazon account got seized. Yeah, so she was a fan, and she was selling, like, Luke Combs tumblers on... Amazon or Etsy or whatever. So she wasn't necessarily stealing his likeness, but kind of was. But he definitely profiting off it or yes. referencing him in a sort of But I think she only way. made like four hundred bucks and ended up having to pay all this other money. Yeah. So Luke uh sent her 
twice that to help with bills. And now he is actually selling a $20 tumbler on his website with all of the proceeds going to help her out. But here's the Instagram that he did the other day. A woman that's being sued by me for $250,000. I've spent the last two hours trying to, to make this right. And so we do have a company that goes after supposedly large corporations making counterfeit t-shirts, things of that nature, running illegal businesses. And she got in trouble apparently for making tumblers. So she told me there's $5,500 locked up in her Amazon account. I'm going to double that, send her $11,000 today. I'm going to make my own tumbler today. All that money is going to go to Nicole and her family. And uh, I invited Nicole and her family out to a show uh, this year so I could give her a hug and say sorry in person. Yeah. That's so above and beyond. That's that super nice. That is super yeah. nice. At the same time, they probably still asked her to stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. It's illegal, right? Right. Yeah. That's interesting, though, that he even has attorneys going after people for counterfeit merch, though. Oh, I'm sure. It's oh, a lot of companies. Sure yeah. Big business out yeah. there for I'm that. For sure. I mean, it's mind blowing to me, you know, how many different just people make stuff, you know, like going dead, just going down to the holiday market. It's like people use other people. People's companies, logos names, and company images, names. and likenesses. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, all these—it's all, it's, it's, rampant. It's yeah. All the I mean, Bengals shirts that are out there, yes. and the red shirts, and sure. any, all the sports merchandise stuff yeah. that's out there. Yeah, but a I lot mean, of them get away with it because they're pretty under the radar. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, how did the, you know the fact that they even found this woman is pretty? I remember asking Sensi shirts about that. Like we asked them, and they were like, they have to approve. They have to get their designed, mm-hmm. and then they send it to the NFL. And then that comes back. So that's how they can use their, like, a lot of the Bengals like this mm-hmm. stuff. But if, if if they did a Google search or something and she popped up, uh, maybe she paid for search engine optimization that kind of made her a little more visible than, right. than was helpful. Yeah. See that potentially getting her noticed and in some hot water. Mm. Anyway, I just thought that was cool. So. It was really neat that yeah. he did that. Anything else, Jen? No, that's it. All right, we'll leave it there for now. We got more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. Uh, if you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of sixth row tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra concert on December 29th. It's all part of our 12 rows of TSO countdown. And we're about halfway through today. There were actually two shows on the 29th. I believe this is for the 7.30 p.m. show, and we'll do that coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.